This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. is Teachers Talk Radio and you are listening live. Tune in live at ttradio.org or Sorry about that. I guess you couldn't hear me because my microphone was dysfunctional. Sorry about that. Hello, my name is Caleb DeMerchant. I'm here today to talk about summer holidays here on Teachers Talk Radio. What do you think of summer holidays? Are they too long? Are they too short? What do you think would be best for your students in regards to summer holidays? So I had the idea to talk about summer holidays and school holidays in general because obviously we have a February half term coming up here in the UK. So I was just wondering, what do you all think about summer holidays? If you'd like to call in, please remember, you can always call in here to Teachers Talk Radio live every Sunday here on the Sunday Brunch with your host, Caleb Demerchant. That's me. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KDM underscore Drama Wizard. You can find me on social media, obviously, on Facebook, if you'd like to try to find me there. That's kind of more reserved to my friends and family. But if you'd like to try to find you, you can if you don't have a, a Twitter. But on Twitter, I am KDM Drama Wizard. Again, my name is Caleb Demerch, and I'm here today to talk about summer holidays and, and holidays in general here on Teachers Talk Radio. So, school holidays. What do you think of them? I wanted to talk first about my summer holidays growing up. So if you don't know me very well, I am from Canada. I'm from a little province called New Brunswick. It's near to Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia is, you know, on the furthest east most of Canada, uh, opposite, obviously, to British Columbia. And New Brunswick is kind of in the Bay of Fundy, which is near to Nova Scotia and the water, obviously, the Atlantic Ocean. So fishing is one of our biggest industries in that part of the world. Uh, lumber is another huge industry for us and farming. So growing up during my summer holidays, what was it like? Well, my summer holidays were consumed by a lot of work, to be honest. The work that my family needed in order to survive in the wintertime. Because in Canada, the winters are very rough and bad. They're not so good. You need to spend most of your summer preparing for that. So some of my summer was always spent preparing for the winter to come. So how did we prepare for that? Well, we had to cut lumber because we didn't have, you know, some kind of fancy uh, oil stove or something of that nature. We had a, a lumber fueled stove, so we had to cut our own stove wood. So from the day school like, ended in the summertime in Canada, I would spend my summers kind of preparing for this winter. And what did that consist of? Well, it meant every day, me and my family would get up very, very early in the morning, about six o'clock in the morning, we would start cutting the lumber. And the we would pile it onto my dad's little truck. 
And we would spend all day that day preparing for this. We would spend the whole day cutting the lumber and piling it onto the back of the truck. Once it was done, we would go home and we would pile the wood into a barn. And then later into the year, we'd have to pile it again into the house. So it was a lot of work for that. Once that part of the summer was done, we finished around, you know, the end of June. We would then start to our second summer task, which was cutting the hay for my grandfather's horses. So this was also a quite a, a laborious task. It would take all summer to cut this hay. Well, we'd have to first cut it, then we would dry it, then we'd flip it and dry it again. And then we put it inside of the bigger barn. So we'd have a big tractor and we kind of put it into the barn. Now, a lot of people use those kind of square hay bales, but we didn't have those square hay bales when I was growing up. All we had was those, like I mentioned, loose hay. So you would, you would dry it out, flip it, and then pile it up. So once that was done, it would be time for school again. So summer holiday for me wasn't really much of a holiday. We didn't go anywhere or do anything. We just spent our summers getting ready for the winter. So I wanted to give this to kind of give a different opinion of what it was like to go to school in Canada for me, to grow up in a very, I would say almost agrarian kind of setting. You know, we have 190 days of summer in Canada. 190 days every single summer we would have and that was great but I spent 190 days of kind of getting ready for the winter getting ready for the horses to have food so for me summer holiday wasn't really much of a holiday at all now I know it's different nowadays and I know it's different in the United Kingdom and it's even different in Canada so I have a uh, someone saying good morning here on teacher talk radio nice to hear you from you good morning to you as well so I just wanted to hear what each of you thought and are thinking about school holidays. If you have something you'd like to say, remember, you can always call in to our show here on Teachers Talk Radio. And again, my name is Caleb DeMerchant, and today we're talking about school holidays. Do you think they're long enough? Do you think that they're too long? Do you think that they're too short, maybe? What do you really think about it? So 190 days in Canada, that's, that's about what we have every year, 190 days uh, off in the summertime. We also have a winter break, which is, you know, a couple of weeks long. And we also have a March break, which is our other kind of substantial break that we have. It's a, a spring break, we call it. So that's how it kind of works where I work, where I lived and worked in Canada. So summer holidays, they were nice back home. You know, we, I would spend my time as a kid when I wasn't getting ready for the winter or, or piling the hay for my grandfather. We'd spend our summers fishing. We'd spend our summers going on bike rides, doing things, you know, kids love to do. That was what it was about when I was a kid, you know, going fishing, going out and playing in the hills and, and just enjoying nature. And I always feel bad when I see kids here in, in my local area. I look out here in the UK and I kind of feel bad sometimes that they don't get the opportunity to go out and wander in the wilderness, just because I loved wandering in the wilderness so much. Maybe they would disagree with me and say, no, no, sir, it would be best if we didn't do that because maybe they don't like being outside. That might be something they don't really enjoy doing, you know? So I wanted to hear from each of you today. What, what were your summers like? It would be great to hear also about what your own summers were like. We don't necessarily need to chat about the length of the summer holidays or any of that. We could just simply t chat about what were your summers like growing up? Because I'm sure, like I've mentioned already, your summer holidays were far different than your students' summer holidays. And 
you know, they've changed ever since your grandparents were probably alive too and had their summer holidays. So it would be great to hear from everyone today, but if no one wishes to call, and that's okay, I've got some articles prepared that we can all listen to. Uh, I have some articles from a variety of sources that I found uh, that I thought kind of encompassed different ideas about the school holidays here in the UK and different ideas on school holidays in general. And we'll kind of all sit and discuss those and say what I think of them. That's the format of the show right now. Uh, next week, we'll have a guest and our topic next week is contact hours. Do you think that teachers should be allowed to be emailed after contact hours? Uh, for example, on a Friday night at eight o'clock, would you want to have an email from your SLT telling you that you have something due or a parent or something of that nature? And also, how many hours do teachers truly work? That would be another great thing to talk about next week. So that's kind of the plan for next week. Again, this week we're talking about summer holidays here on Teachers Talk Radio on the Sunday brunch with your host, me, Caleb Demerchant. I've gotten lots of responses from a variety of people, actually, all over uh, Facebook, kind of opinions from around the world, because I, I'm an international person, obviously. I've worked around the world. I don't know if this is your first time tuning in, but if it is, I've worked in China. I've worked in the United Kingdom, obviously. I've worked in Canada uh, during my training period. And I think, you know, I've had experience meeting people all around the world. I've been lucky enough to meet people my whole life from around the world, be it from Australia from Africa, different parts of the continent of Africa, different different parts of the continent of Europe, Ireland, all over, really. So do you think that the school terms are too long? What, what are they like when you were growing up? Should they be longer or shorter? Uh, we have a comment here on our message board here on Teacher Talk Radio. I like the idea of having longer half terms. Uh, that, that would be great for everyone, wouldn't it? Mid-year holidays and slightly shorter summers you know i'm going to talk about uh why maybe it's a good idea to have a longer sh summer break uh, if from an environmental perspective later on in the show but i also can understand the un why it might be good environmentally to not have a longer summer break to have a shorter summer break because obviously you don't have to heat the schools in the summertime because that can put a big pressure obviously on the on the environment if we have to if we have to heat the schools all winter so, yeah, but I also wanted to talk about how it can be kind of really hard to teach in the summertime here in the UK, at least, because we don't always have uh, air conditioning units, things of that nature. So what do you think about summer holidays? Should they be longer? Should they be shorter? What did you do when you were a child during your summer holidays? What do you think of summer holidays in general? Maybe you're just totally against them. And I'd love to hear from somebody. Don't don't feel like we only want to hear uh, pro holiday perspectives here on Teachers Talk Radio, the Sunday brunch. We want to hear about all perspectives. We want to hear what you think. What do you think about summer holidays? If you disagree or holidays in general, if you disagree with them, that's okay. Call in. Tell us what you think. I would love to hear a perspective of why maybe you don't think holidays or why you think they might be too long or whatever you might think. It's okay to disagree with us here. We love to hear a disagreement. We like a little argument. So, Again, moving back to my own experiences with, with holidays growing up. So my summer holiday was not a holiday I always enjoyed the most. I, I actually preferred my winter holidays because by then, most of the work preparing for winter was done, obviously, because it was wintertime already. And what we would do is we would get to you know spend our time during the Christmas break. And I always loved Christmas because it meant kind of a relaxing period for me and my family. 
just to give you a little bit of background, my my mother has a humongous family. My mother has uh, 10 sisters and nine brothers. I have about 64 cousins. So, you know, it was always really nice in the Christmas time to get together with everybody and, and, and see what they were going on in their lives. And again, that's another reason I kind of get to have perspectives from all over because having such a big family, obviously have friends and family who have moved all over the world. Uh, who are, I have family from America, Canada, the United States is a big part of my family. So they had a different perspective when it came to holidays than we had because they didn't necessarily need to do all the things we needed to do to get ready for the winter time. A lot of them grew up in Utah. Utah is, you know, very warm, very modern. But I grew up in a town of only 3,000 people. So when I say my lifestyle was very agrarian, this is a, no exaggeration. It was quite an agrarian, very different lifestyle, I think, than our students here who live. But I think that summer holidays and holidays in general are very important for our students because it gives them time to ch just be children, right? To go ride their bikes, to play video games with their friends online. I, I do think that it's okay to play video games. I think it's a good thing. Again, if you wanted to contact me, you can also contact me via Twitter. I think we have a few things coming in via Twitter now. I am at KDM underscore drama wizard. So it'd be really nice to hear what you all think. And I do. Someone said you have 60 cousins. Yeah, I do. I have 64 cousins, in fact, because my mother has 10 sisters and nine brothers each of which had multiple children. So I have one aunt who had 13 children, in fact. So it's a, it's a very different lifestyle back in those days. You know, my grandfather was born in 1911. So that was a long time ago, obviously. He was almost 100 years old when he died. And it was very sad for me. My grandfather was a very important part of my life. That was the grandfather I would grow up farming for him. I would cut the hay for him and his horses and, you know, that was a really a really great experience growing up growing up on the farm and and getting to do all that but uh, piling the wood wasn't such a great experience to be honest of all the tasks I had to do over the summer taking care of the animals or cutting the hay the worst one in fact was cutting and piling the wood so yes I do have 60 cousins that is no exaggeration I guess uh, people in Canada back in those days were a bit different you know it was a bit of a different time so yeah it'd be great to hear from all of you here on teacher talk radio Teachers Rather Talk Radio. My name is Caleb Merchant. This is The Sunday Brunch. You can contact me on Twitter. You can contact me on our message board here. And you can contact me in many different forms. You might know me on Facebook. Don't feel free. Feel free, I mean, in fact, if you want to contact me on Facebook, you can. And again, we're talking about school holidays today. Are they too long? Are they too short? What do you think about school holidays? So, I think that we can move on now to something a little different. I'd like to move on to some of the Facebook comments. It would be great to hear some from other people. I'll tell you more about myself and about my life growing up, but it would be great to hear some other people from around the world, their perspective. So I have lots of opinions here on Facebook. One from my friend Carmen. She lives down in Texas, I believe now, but Carmen's always moving all over the United States. So a good honor. She's got a very good experience, uh, you know, She's kind of, she was never a teacher, but she's an everyday person. She is currently a real estate agent. So if you have something down in Texas and you're looking to move there, contact my friend Carmen. I can get you her contact information if you'd like to hear from her. So she said her perspective is from a mother's perspective. And that is that she thought that the school holidays are too long. She thinks that it would be best for her students to be in school. And she can understand that teachers need a break and maybe they can come up with some kind of system to make that possible. So what do you think? Is there a way 
that we can keep students learning over the summer, keep them doing a little bit of work, but also give our teachers a break because it's a well-deserved break, obviously. Our teachers need a break after teaching for as many days as we teach, which is almost the majority of the year. You know, we always hear from people that say teachers have so many holidays. Well, our holidays aren't really always holidays, are they? We spend a lot of our time getting ready for the next year, getting ready for the next term, getting ready for what will come next for us as teachers. So our holidays aren't like what many people imagine. Like when I became a teacher, I thought to myself, great, I'll have that 190 days in the summer. I'll have the the days off you know, in the winter in Canada, and I'll have my springs, spring break off. I didn't think at the time, you know, I'd be going around the world teaching, but that's just how it happened to work out. And that's, that's fine too. But I thought I'd have all this time off. And what actually ended up happening was, you know, I would spend hours and hours marking papers, getting things ready for the next day, getting things ready for the next week, getting things ready for the next year. In fact, teachers spend a lot more time than people think at home working. So I told my dad once, you know, he, he when I first became a teacher and he was still working at uh, the McCain's factory, the the chips factory, they say over in the UK, the French fry factory back home. And he said to me, you know, you, you get a lot of holidays as a teacher, but, you know, he didn't really understand all the preparation work. But when he saw when I was working at from home, when I first became a teacher, I was living with my parents and working from home there. And he saw all the work I was doing and he, he told me I couldn't imagine that teachers did all of this. Or when I was a kid, I don't think teachers did all this. But when he was a kid, I think teachers did, in fact, do all of that. So I don't think it's changed. I don't think uh, time has changed that fact. I think teachers have always had a lot of work to do during their their quote-unquote break or their quote-unquote uh, holidays. So I think that we have a lot to do as teachers. It would be nice if we could find a way for our students to work and for us to actually get a break as well. I know here in the UK, it's not like in Canada, but in Canada, we have kind of uh, child care centers, daycare centers, uh, babysitting services, lots of services that you can access as a parent for your child over the holidays. And another argument we get over here in the UK a lot is that the schools need to be open so that the children have a place to go, have a place to be. Uh, in Canada, that's not really how schools are thought of. Schools are thought of more, not as childcare centers, but as places for students to learn. So this was a big change for me when I came from Canada to the United Kingdom, uh, seeing how teachers and schools were kind of thought of as childcare centers, because, you know, we're not, we're educators. That's why we go to university, why, why we have a bachelor's degree and why we have to have that before we become teachers and then a teaching degree obviously uh, teachers are well-educated people we have to be because we're educators we're we're not child minders and there's nothing wrong with being a child minder obviously that comes of a whole set of skills but i in my experience as a teacher i never learned even those child minder skills um maybe that's something that the, the system needs to include more of maybe it's not that's a debate for a different time but i do believe you know child minders have their own skills that they need to learn and Maybe uh, a system by which we can set up a kind of care facility over the summer for the children who really need it. Because I agree, children do need a place to be in the summer sometimes. And maybe a child care, a national child care center would be really great. I know in Canada, they're trying to set up a, <clears throat> excuse me, $10 a day kind of child care center that you can send your child to. And that would be kind of uh, a tax write-off of sorts, a, a way that you can get that money back is through your taxes in Canada because that's kind of how things work. So uh, again, our our talk today is about school holidays. Are they long enough? What did you do when you were a child over your school holidays? 
do you just not agree with this idea of holidays in general, school holidays? What do you think? Um, to say someone doesn't agree, I mean, that would be a really interesting perspective to hear from. And again, next week, we will have a scheduled guest. We did have a scheduled guest today, but unfortunately, they had to cancel. But their their opinion was that school holidays are obviously a very, very important thing that's because they themselves are a teacher. And they, they told me, you know, uh, they agree fully with school holidays. They, in fact, think that we should have more school holidays, something like, you know, 200 days of school, of school holidays, as opposed to the current amount that we have here in the UK. 190 back home is much closer to that number. But that's only our summer holidays. So his thoughts was that school holidays could be 100 days a year. Uh, we'd have to go to school for 100 days a year. And the, and the majority of the time, students should be with their parents. Because he, as he said, uh, students learn, obviously, a lot of things from their parents. I mean, I learned a lot of the skills I use in life from my parents all the time. Speaking of which, let's hear from my uh, Facebook. I have my own personal Facebook here. I won't be giving people's last names because I haven't asked them all for permission and they haven't all given permission. So I thought I would give uh, the perspective of, you know, another caller whom is my wife's mother. And she said, from my from her perspective and from a business perspective, it is important and it's about right right now in the UK how it's set up. Uh, imagine if kids only had three weeks off in the summer. Parents would also want three weeks off and the country would come to a standstill if if they if everyone got the summer holiday, I think she means. Leave at six. Uh, leave at six and come home in the morning. Imagine what it would be like if 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 everything came to a standstill like this. So I, I can agree with what she's saying there. And she can understand from a staff's perspective that they start they struggle and that we have a we need a little bit more time off. And yeah, that that's what she said. So and also that the airports would be too cluttered uh, with people trying to all get time off at the same time. I, I know from the UK that that's a really common thing that they worry about that that the prices of trips will go up and travel will go up. In Canada, this isn't really an issue for us because I'll be honest, people don't always travel outside of their province and outside of their home. They kind of stay put over the summer. They just try to get work done, like I said, for the winter. A lot of people still do try to get work done for over the winter in the summertime in Canada. And I used to say, you know, my, my break is going to school. When I go to school, I get a break. I get a break from the farm. I get a break from, you know, my grandfather telling me to work harder or my, or, you know, pile the lumber or do whatever we have to do. So to me, the summer holidays weren't always a, a break. They in fact were a, a time for work. So that's a perspective I have. Uh, and also here in the UK, I can see that a lot of people worry about the prices of the flights and the prices of travel going up over the summer holidays. And yeah, that's a true thing. I, I mean, I've noticed that in my almost eight years of living here. I've seen I've seen that happen. And me and my wife have traveled a lot more. Being in the UK is great because you're so close to so many different countries, so many different wonderful things. That's something I like to do over my summer holidays now that I'm not a, a child working anymore. I like to spend my summer holidays now traveling and, and seeing things around Europe and around the world. I like to see what's going on. I like to I like to travel. So it, it would be great to hear from anybody who would like to call in. Again, this is uh, Teachers Talk Radio. My name is Caleb DeMerchant. This is The Sunday Brunch. It, we are talking today about school holidays. If you'd like to join the discussion and you're too afraid to call in, you can contact me on Twitter at KDM underscore Drama Wizard on Twitter. 
You can maybe perhaps find me on Facebook, but you know, I like to keep that kind of with my family. But if there's no other way to contact me, you can message me on there, obviously, and I'll still get the message even if you're not my friend. So it'd be great not to say you're not my friend, but to my not my friend on Facebook. So it'd be great to hear some different perspectives. And on, on Facebook, obviously, I've gotten a lot of different perspectives, and I'll be reading some more of those here today. Um, I thought it'd be great to play my first article I had for you now. And then we can talk about that when we come back. And then we'll have a word from our lovely sponsors who make this show possible. Again, this is the Sunday Brunch here on Teachers Talk Radio. My name is Caleb DeMerchant, and it would be lovely to hear from you. Here's our first article. The Voice for Secondary Education, 9th of May, 2013. The pros and cons of longer days and shorter breaks. While Michael Gove says shorter holidays and longer days could help to improve outcomes, a quick internet search reveals he is cherry-picking his facts. Recently, Michael Gove raised the issue of the length of the school holidays as the school day, the former apparently too long and the latter too short. It was suggested that a combination of a four-week summer holiday and a school day finishing from 4.30pm would lead to improvements in pupil attainment. In addition, of course, such changes were described by Michael Gove as being family-friendly. Leaving aside the suspicion that the driving force behind these proposals is to shift yet more of the cost of childcare from parents to schools, it is worth looking more closely at Mr Gove's assertion that longer days plus shorter holidays equals improved performance. Many teachers would agree that a shorter summer holiday could have benefits in terms of pupil performance. It is widely recognised that during the summer holidays, children forget a certain amount of information and it can take a while in September to recover this lost ground. In addition, children may just get out of the habit and discipline of a school during a six-week break, leading to behaviour problems when they return as they adjust to the school routine. It is possible, though by no means certain, that reducing the summer holidays to four weeks mitigates some of these problems. A shorter summer holiday could certainly be a part of the redistribution of overall holiday in the school year. There could be longer breaks at other times of the year. For example, a two-week half-term break in the autumn term, which could benefit both staff and pupils in what is usually the longest term of the year. However, it is important not to lose sight of the potential benefits of the long summer break. It should not just be viewed as a six-week childcare challenge. It is an opportunity for family to spend time together and or travel without students having to revise or worry about upcoming exams. In this sense, the summer holidays are different to the other holidays during the school year. The benefits of a long break should not be overlooked. Michael Gove cites other countries where school hours are longer and the children achieve higher standards. However, a quick search online will provide plenty of examples of countries with apparently higher standards than the UK, but which have shorter school days. When Michael Gove talks about increasing the length of a school day, he is suggesting extending it later into the day. While this certainly fits well with his objective of rebalancing childcare between parents and the school, I suggest that this is almost certainly at least effective option in terms of actually improving pupil performance. The Classroom by Pamela Rivers. So what do you all think? Are school holidays too long? Right now, Michael Gove seems to think so. 
He also seems to think that we need to have a longer school day in general. Would you agree with that? Do we think we need to have a longer school day here in the UK? Um, you know, I think it's always really interesting when school ends back home. I'll have friends, a lot of friends, obviously, on Facebook and family saying to me, oh, school's over for the summer. Yes, it's great. We can all have a little bit of a break from uh, school for a little while. It's now June. And I'm thinking June, the beginning of June even. Uh, how long until our break? And it could be, you know, a month or more sometimes. So it, it, it can be really exhausting teaching in the summer, especially here in the UK where we don't always have air conditioning. And as a Canadian, that can be really tough on me. I, I, I like the cold. I actually grew up in, you know, very cold temperatures. So it's great to have uh, cold weather for me. I'd rather have snow than heat. And I know people be like, no, that can't be a possibility. But in fact, I do. I, I enjoy the snow over the heat most of the time. I'd ra I would way rather have a hot day than a cold, uh, sorry, the other way around, I'd rather have a cold day than a hot day. So when I would teach in the heat, it would be kind of difficult for me sometimes. So yeah, we're talking about school holidays here on Teacher Talk Radio. Teachers Talk Radio, sorry. My name is Caleb DeMerchant. This is the Sunday Brunch show uh we are talking about school holidays are they long enough what do you think you can contact me here on the podbean app you can contact me on facebook you can contact me on twitter at kdm underscore drama wizard and that's my ways of being contacted if you'd like to have your opinion out there for everyone We'll get back to some more tweets and some more Facebook messages and some opinions here in a moment. I have some more articles I'd like to play for you. But again, going back to that article, what did you think about what Michael Gove had to say? Do you think that school holidays should be shorter in the summer? Do you agree with that? Do you think that teachers need to work kind of a longer day uh, until 4, I believe he said, 4.30? That's a, that's a long day, I think, uh, going in from 8 till 4.30. So we'll see what he thinks. It, it, we also have to remember that a lot of what we do isn't just for the teachers. It's also for the students. And I think a, a day like that, it, most importantly, it's for the students even. A day like that would be really, really difficult for the students to adjust to. I think it'd be a really difficult thing in general for people to adjust to. I think parents wouldn't like it either. But that might be, maybe my opinion isn't really what matters here. He is a politician. He should know what people want, I guess. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Call in and tell me what you think. Do you agree with Michael Gove? Do you think that the summer holidays should be shorter and the school day should be longer? What do you think? Again, my name is Caleb DeMerchant. This is the Sunday Brunch Show here on Teachers Talk Radio on the Podbean app. You can also listen to our show later on. And if you are and hearing me in the future, what's it like in the future? Did we get longer school holidays? Did we get shorter? Was Michael Gove right? Did we get a longer uh, day at work? What, what happened? Please tell me. I would like to know. Uh, contact me in the future if you would like. Uh, maybe I foresaw something in this show and, and it became... Uh, a harbinger for the future. What do you think? That would be kind of neat, wouldn't it? If something I said became something that happened. Maybe I'm like a soothsayer. Maybe I can see. I don't know. I highly doubt that. I haven't ever gotten too many predictions right in my life so far. It would be a great skill to have if I could. So again, I'm going to now cut to our lovely sponsors and the news here for the weekend, the Weekend Teachers News. It would be great to hear from you when we return back from that. Again, our topic today is School holidays, are they long enough? Should they be shorter? What were your school holidays like for you growing up as a child? And what are your opinion on holidays in general, school holidays? Should we have more? Should we have less? What do you think? Again, my name is Caleb DeMerchant. This is the Sunday Brunch Show here on Teachers Talk Radio. And we are now going to cut to our lovely sponsors. Thank you very much for tuning in so far. 
This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.weatherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Introducing Uplearn. Uplearn is an online curriculum learning resource for A-levels that improves student outcomes whilst reducing teacher workloads. Teachers use Uplearn to facilitate independent learning and consolidation of classroom material. Over 150 schools have seen grade improvements with Uplearn, including St Paul's Girls School, Michaela Community School and ARC Schools. Book a demo at uplearn.co.uk and quote TTR for 10% off. That's Uplearn, U-P-L-E-A-R-N dot Whatever learning looks like this year, bring lessons to life with Nearpod. An exciting new addition to the Renaissance family, Nearpod offers real-time insights into student understanding through interactive lessons and videos, gamification and activities, all in a single, easy-to-use platform. To help kickstart the new year, we're offering all primary and secondary schools in the UK and Ireland full, free access to Nearpod for the whole spring term. So, no matter what 2022 brings, Nearpod makes switching between in-class and remote teaching simple. Visit www.renlearn.co.uk forward slash Nearpod and sign up for your free trial today. If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common, a passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us, you'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression, and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are with a Slack Group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future. This is Teachers Talk Radio and this is Teachers Talk Radio News. Perpetrators are finding new ways to groom and abuse younger children, including through social media and dating apps, according to a report by the Independent Inquiry into Child Sexual Abuse. The inquiry, chaired by Professor Alexis Jay, concluded that local authorities and police forces are struggling to keep pace with the changing nature of child sexual exploitation. The report warned that there is a false assumption that exploitation by organised networks is on the wane. Professor Jay previously investigated abuse in Rotherham, and said that there may also be a fear that places will be labelled another Rotherham or another Rochdale. The report found that child sexual exploitation has now become a hidden problem, in danger of being underreported. Six areas were focused on as a part of the inquiry. St Helens, Tower Hamlets, Swansea, Durham, Bristol and Warwickshire. They are areas that have not already been subject to investigations into CSE. The report emphasises that too many victims of child sexual exploitation are treated as offenders and states that more effort must be made to prosecute perpetrators effectively. 
The report makes six recommendations, including improving the identification of and the response to child sexual exploitation. Professor Jay said, the sexual exploitation of children by networks is not a rare phenomenon and not confined to a small number of areas, and that all agencies, including education, should be alert to the signs. According to a report in The Guardian, one in eight primary pupils in England had COVID last week. Figures released on Friday by the Office for National Statistics suggest that infections may now have peaked in primary age pupils, but the surge continues to cause disruption to attendance. Prevalence also remains high amongst secondary schools, with an infection rate in England of 1 in 15. The Department for Education has launched its new Education Staff Wellbeing Charter, which applies to staff in England. On the government website are details of the Declaration of Support for and set of commitments to the well-being and mental health of everyone working in education. All state-funded schools and colleges are invited to sign up to the Charter, and the website has links to a range of resources. An article on the Daily Monitor website discusses fire safety in schools in Uganda following a fire at a school in Kawempe in January. The fire broke out in the girls' dormitories and left four pupils dead and three seriously injured. The Uganda National Fire Protection Association reports that around 5,000 fires occur in institutions of learning each year. Many are now calling for a greater focus on fire safety to prevent loss of life, damage to property and disruption to learning. This should include installing firefighting equipment in schools and clear identification of escape routes, as well as smoke detectors and fire alarms. This has been your Teachers Talk Radio Weekend News with Joe Fox. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, this week we're going to take a look at teaching online. Marmite comes to mind when I think about teaching online. I actually like it, but it's my job and I'm surrounded by gadgets to assist me. A lot of teachers hate it. If you think about it, for 90% of the current population of teachers, delivering a lesson online is something they've not even been trained in. They signed up to be in the classroom with a group of pupils. I'm not going to go into the depths of the delivery platform. That's normally a choice that's already made for you by technology leaders in schools. I'm going to give you a couple of free tools that work in a browser so don't need installing and can be used for engagements in the classroom and easily adapted to use online. First up, we all love Kahoot. Did you know you can set a Kahoot to be self-paced rather than live? Simply click the assign button and you have an instant self-paced quiz for a homework, a starter or a progress check. If you need to take it online, share the link and off you go. If you use lots of YouTube clips and websites, check out Wakelet. Share collections of links in a meaningful way for free. My favourite use for this is to group my YouTube clips for topics. Not only are they played back with less distractions, but I can share a group of links for revision or to flip a lesson. Again, if I have to teach online, one link can lead to many. Just remember to check your school's policy on using websites such as YouTube for online teaching. If you have access to devices in the classroom, why not try Mentimeter? Create interactive presentations, take votes or build word clouds from participants' answers to improve engagement, assess learning and inspire discussion. Or, if you love whiteboard, try whiteboard.fi. As a teacher, you can see all your classes' whiteboards and answers, know who's interacting and who's not. You can even show a QR code for ease of joining. I could go on and on. 
The idea is to test these things out when you're with your class and there's no pressure. Then, should you need to teach online, you'll feel more comfortable, there'll be fewer issues, and most importantly, you'll see if pupils are engaging. I hope you consider bringing a bit of tech into your classroom. As always, please test things work in your setting before you use them. For a visual version of this episode, check out the TT Radio 2022 Twitter feed. I'm Steve Woods, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods. Your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Why longer school days and Hello and welcome back to Teachers Talk Radio. My name is Caleb Merchant and I'm here today to talk to you about school holidays. Are they too long? Are they too short? What do you think? I am Caleb Merchant. I am the host here of the Sunday Brunch here on the Podbean app and you can find me there. You can find me on Twitter at KDM underscore Drama Wizard if you'd like to get involved in the conversation there on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook if you're one of my personal friends. You can also message me on there. I might see it today or I could get to it later on. And yeah, we're here today to talk about school holidays. Are they too long? Are they too short? Again, I'm Caleb Demerchin and this is a Sunday brunch here on Teachers Talk Radio. It's great to hear from all of you who have wrote in on Twitter and on Facebook. I thought I'd get to some of those now. Uh, here, how about we get to someone who has lived in China, Canada, and was born in France. She also spent her summers in Scotland. She's a friend of mine. Her name is Catherine. She said, I liked the Chinese model of semesters, two semesters, two longer breaks and one shorter break. She thought that was really great. And a short midterm break. So I worked in China with Catherine. We worked in a place called Guiyang, which is in the south of China. I always like to say, you know, it's a little different than the south of France. And some people laugh and some people think, wah, wah, that's a bad joke. But that is the joke how it goes. So we worked in China together and we worked at a kind of a different school, actually, for China. We worked at a Canadian school in China. Uh, That sounds really strange. And yeah, it was. We followed a Canadian kind of style of schooling. We'd have a Canadian uh, designed to the kind of school holidays and to the the semester in general, we had a Canadian curriculum. So we used the New Brunswick curriculum. And when we worked in China, that's what we followed. So where we worked in China, Catherine said that the system was really great and she really, really liked it. Okay, so the two longer models and shorter model might not apply to every school in China. I just wanted to make that clear to everybody. So this uh, school board that I had was a Canadian system. So it was a little different, I think, than every school in China. And I, and I agree. I think it was a good system where it was a longer break. Uh, we had uh, the Chinese. So instead of just having the summertime off, which they did have, our students would have the, a summertime off, a little bit shorter than regular Canadian schools. Instead of the 190 days, they would take some of that time and they would move it actually to the spring in February for, of course, Chinese New Year, which is a holiday that I think every school in China receives. Maybe some doesn't, but I'm pretty sure that they all receive that time off. And we, you can travel around and do things during the Chinese New Year. However, in case you don't know, it's the greatest migration of human beings on Earth. So it can be very difficult to get around. But I did it. I mean, I went from... Guiyang to uh, Xi'an and Qingdao and Qingdu, which was a little bit different uh, than where I lived in China. So that was a kind of an interesting thing to see how students spent their school holidays in China. So how they spend their time off during the Chinese New Year. They obviously spend the whole time with their family Uh, in China. Family is very important during this time of the New Year. So I had, for example, a guy used to buy noodles from really nice guy. His English was actually spectacular. 
And we used to talk a lot about this. And he talked about how his family were going to go up to where his family were from during the break. And I said, oh, how, who will run your restaurant during this time? You know, because I kind of depended on that restaurant to eat. He knew what I liked. He had a different thing every day of the week. And I, and I really enjoyed my time going and getting meal from him. And he said, oh, no, 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 no restaurant will be open during Chinese New Year unless it's like, you know, KFC, someplace that doesn't understand uh, because this is a time for family. This is a time to be off and enjoy ourselves. And so I think most schools do, in fact, get that time off. Um, and we also would have a long summer break where we worked in China, which was really nice to have that longer summer break. So, yeah, our, our time in China was a little different than most. You know, it was a, a private institution. No people could kind of pay to send their children there. So it wasn't like every school in China functioned this way. So I am Caleb DeMerchant. I'm here today to talk to you about school holidays. Do you think they're too long? Do you think they're too short? What do you think about them? Where you? What did you do when you were a child over your school holidays? What was it like for you? Uh, what did you spend your time doing? I know I grew up in the 1990s. So, you know, I spent my time on my bike. I'd go fishing with my friends, as I mentioned before. I remember one summer we fished every, every single day, which was amazing. You know, I love that. I miss that a lot uh, living over here in the UK. The fishing is a little bit different, so I don't, I don't get to go fishing as much as I used to do. I wouldn't have the time anyways. Teachers don't really have the time to do these things like we used to have when we were kids, probably. Uh, so I think it was really great to have a longer and shorter break. Someone said here on Twitter, you know, in the Chinese model there about the longer and shorter breaks. I think it was the teachers talk radio has retweeted me on that. If you have something to say about that, please comment. Maybe you worked in China at a different school board where they had different rules. Of course, in, in China, things are different. Uh, someone has wrote here on the Podbean app saying we used to go back to South Africa in December for their holidays. So that's really nice to go back and see your family on my summer holidays. Now I go back and see my family in Canada. But obviously, since COVID's happened, I haven't been, been home in about three years. So, you know, it'll be great. I've, and I know this is true for most people. It'd be great, obviously, to get home, to see your friends and family, to have a great time doing that, to see people we haven't seen in a long time. I think that the school holidays now are more important than ever. Uh, you know, we had that article before the break from Michael Gove saying because of COVID, we need to try to catch up on students' work by having a shorter school break and a longer school day. I don't know what you think of that. Um, but I think that the summer holidays are actually very important, especially when COVID's over, because people will finally get to go home. Maybe they have family in Europe or in North America, around the world, and they want to go and see them. This holidays coming up will be an opportunity to do that because, of course, we haven't been able to go see our friends and family during this time. It hasn't exactly been a holiday, has it? It's been a lot of work for us uh, as teachers. It's been a lot of work for the children, I would say. The students have worked very hard. Um, we can't know what it's been like for them as teachers because we didn't go to school during COVID, but we can guess. We can make a guess because we are the teachers again and we do get to see what's going on. So I think that it's really important to remember that, yes, we've had uh, maybe a little bit of time off, quote unquote, during this, but I don't think we were off. We were working. Teachers have been working, at least in this country, the whole entirety of the COVID outbreak, obviously, the whole pandemic. So it'll be great for students to get to go home. Maybe you are from someplace else in this world and you want to go back and see your friends and family. And that hasn't been possible for you since the whole COVID thing has been going on. I know for myself, again, it's been three years since I've gotten to see my friends and my family, and I really do truly miss them. And that's why it's been great to hear from them on Facebook. And maybe we could go back to there and hear some of their more, some more of their opinions on school holidays. So uh, my friend Brett, he said, 
Longer vacations would be would require a massive overhaul of the program. I think he means of the education system and program in general. The past two years have proven the government doesn't want to brigade on giving school, uh, people more paid time off. I think he means to like that the government in in New Brunswick, at least in our part of Canada, doesn't really want to uh, give people more time off and pay them for that. And I think that's a great time, a uh, great opinion, Brett, that w it would require a massive overhaul of our whole system, wouldn't it? I know we could look at each other's systems and say, what's good about Canada? What's good about the United States? What's good about Britain? What's good about China? What's good about all the places around the world, Finland, Iceland, uh, Scandinavian countries? What, what do they all do that works for them? And what do they do that doesn't work for them? I know I read a really interesting article um, not too long ago. I'll, I'll try to think of where I read it, but it was about Iceland and about how when the students go home for the day, home, they don't go straight home. They actually go into an after-school program that's paid for by the government and hosted by a professional. And I think that that would be awesome. Wouldn't it be great if, uh, if every student around the world got to, at the end of the day or during the summer holidays, go spend time doing the things they like to do that's taught by a professional, a person who's an expert in that field, a professional painter, a professional actor, a professional football player that comes and gives them a, a kind of a session once a day or a good coaching, you know, in that. And then imagine what we would have of the society when that was done. I know Iceland, their football team, the, the articles about their football team and how their football team had improved from being, you know, among some of the one of the worst in the world to becoming one of the best in the world. Uh, well, by a standard of a Canadian, I think quite a, one of the best in the world. Our, our team, though, has improved and are almost qualified now for the World Cup. Wouldn't that be interesting to see Canada in the World Cup? In my life, that's never happened. Not since the 1984 World Cup, I believe, in Mexico has Canada been a part of the World Cup. So it would be really, really neat to see that happen. But I digress a bit uh, onto football as we do here in the United Kingdom. So my name is Caleb Demerchant. I'm here to talk about school holidays. Are they too long? Are they too short? What do you think? Call in to Teacher Talk Radio if you have an opinion. It would be great to hear from you. I would love to hear something from someone. I have articles to play. I'm going to play one here in a minute to hear what you think. I'm going to also go back to my Facebook here for a moment because I think that's where we got a lot of the best opinions. So it would be great to hear what you think. Again, here on Teacher Talk Radio, I've talked about the many methods of communication. If you'd like to talk to me on Twitter, I am KDM underscore Drama Wizard. That's my handle. If you'd like to contact me on Facebook, you know how to find me. If you know me, if you don't, message me on there and I will still get it. And you can contact us here on the Podbean app. If That is if you're too, maybe too shy to call in. And it's okay if you're too shy to call in. But I do think that you teachers out there, you're some of the bravest people. You talk all day in front of students that you don't know. Uh, you get to know people, parents, friends, family. You get to meet extended family. We, we have to be very social people as teachers. So do not be afraid to call in and share your opinions. Again, this is Teachers Talk Radio, the Sunday brunch, live with Caleb DeMerchant. So let's hear another opinion. So I, my aunt, one of my many aunts, as you found out today, one of my 10 aunts on my mother's side, my aunt, I just give her first name, Diane. She, she had an opinion about storm days. She said, hi, Caleb, storm days, I think. Uh, storm days, I think the teachers need to go to school. So what she means by that is in Canada, when we have a snowstorm, teachers need to go into the school and teach. Now, 
I think when there's a lot to look at when it comes to this idea of should teachers go in during snow days, should they not? I mean, it could be a whole uh, show onto itself, especially in Canada, where it's a bit more of an issue, obviously, here in the UK. I mean, in the UK, like I said to her, uh, schools will shut down for a centimeter of snow. Schools in Canada wouldn't even think about shutting down for a centimeter of snow. So uh, a bit, it's a bit of a different thing. But moving back to her, her point, snow days in Canada... Uh, you have to get like a half a foot of snow. They'll shut down the schools. And during that time, I used to love it when I was a kid getting a snow day. I think all kids love a snow day, don't they? It's kind of something that we like pray for. But the teachers don't go in, obviously, either, because it is very dangerous for anyone, really. I, I have a firm belief that everyone in Canada should get major snow days off. So during major snowstorms, and they've been doing it more in, recently than it was when I was a kid, They've moved towards more of a of a uh, we should close up. It's it's too dangerous out. But when I was a kid, the, it wasn't really the case. Uh, things would stay open even in the worst of weather. I know Tim Hortons, even if they got twelve feet of snow. I don't know if you know what Tim Hortons is. It's a coffee restaurant. They would open up the schools. So that's a bit about how snow days work back home. And I and I do believe that schools should be closed during snow days, and nothing really should be open during a serious snow day in Canada. We obviously don't want. Uh, children transporting in in the bad weather we would never want anything to happen to them uh, because you know we're teachers and we care deeply about what happens to our students and school buses in Canada are an important thing I took a school bus every day of my life growing up you know I took a school bus every day going to school had the same bus driver growing up and uh, and the school bus you know one time it almost crashed in a very bad snowstorm when I was a boy so what happened was we were going down this hill and it had been an ice storm the night before and our bus went sideways down the hill. I'm not even joking, sideways down the hill. And we almost, you know, flipped the bus. And luckily we had an amazing bus driver, Paul Kinney. I don't know if you're out there listening today. I hope you are because that day you saved a lot of people's lives, I think. So we should also remember that our support staff, those kinds of people, they keep schools running and it's not safe for them to necessarily be going in during these bad snow days either. So I think, yeah, I'm a firm believer that schools and everything probably should be shut during bad weather until we figure out a better system by which things can function during this these times of bad weather. So my name is Caleb DeMerchant. This is Teachers Talk Radio. I am the Sunday host of the Sunday Brunch here. We ha- You can contact me on Twitter at KDM underscore Drama Wizard. You can find me on Facebook if you're my friend. And it's been great to hear kind of some of the responses we got all over on Twitter and on Facebook. I thought uh, I got a lot more responses on Facebook that were conducive to different opinions. On Twitter, we got a lot of opinions of teachers. And uh, I just thought that it would be great to hear from people who aren't just teachers. Although I do have probably the majority of my people on Facebook are teachers. Um, So what do you think about summer holidays or school holidays in general? Should they be longer? Should they be shorter? What do you think of holidays in general? Do you agree or disagree with them? What do you think? You can contact us here uh, via call or all the different methods I just mentioned, okay? So going back to the topic again, school holidays, I'd like to play you an article now that I found on school holidays, and I uh, give it a listen, see what you think. Uh, this is Teachers Talk Radio, the Sunday brunch. We're talking about school holidays. Thank you again. My name is Caleb DeMerchant. The Voice for Secondary Education, 9th of May, 2013. The pros and cons of longer days and shorter breaks. While Michael Gove says shorter holidays and longer days could help to improve outcomes, a quick internet search reveals he is cherry-picking his facts. Recently, 
Michael Gough raised the issue of the length of the school holidays as the school day. The former apparently too long and the latter too short. It was suggested that a combination of a four-week summer holiday and a school day finishing from 4.30pm would lead to improvements in pupil attainment. In addition, of course, such changes were described by Michael Gove as being family-friendly. Leaving us So that was a little bit from that article that we heard a little bit earlier about from Michael Gove. What do you think about what Michael Gove had to say? Do you think that the school day should be longer or shorter? He thinks that it would be better to have a shorter summer holiday and a longer school day. Do you agree with this? What do you think in general? Uh, I thought I'd play another article now, but it would be great to hear what you think about that previous article from Michael Gove. What do you think? Uh, do you think that the school day should be longer or shorter? Again, this is Teacher Talk Radio. We're here to talk about summer holidays, school holidays in general. Should they be longer or shorter? My name is Caleb Demerchant. This is the Sunday Brunch. Here we go. Why longer school day? Days and shorter holidays will not make up for lost learning time. 19th of February 2021, University of Kent. During the COVID-19 pandemic, pupils at all levels of primary and secondary school education have lost valuable learning time. To regain this lost time, the UK government are considering the option of playing catch-up with pupils and teachers seeing longer school days and shorter holidays. Dr Cogswell, a research associate specialising in low-level classroom behaviours at the School of Psychology, has commented on how this approach may not necessarily be the most effective to resolve the loss of learning time in recent months. She said, The impact that the pandemic has had on pupils' learning time across the world is without question. However, the proposal of playing catch-up with longer school days and shorter school holidays may not be without its own set of problems for both pupils and teachers. During the afternoon of a typical school day, primary school pupils, some as young as five years old, will already be experiencing mental fatigue and failing attentions, leading to a reduced ability to retain all the information that is being presented. Compounding this, overtired pupils will display more low-level classroom disruption, such as swinging on chairs, whispering to peers and fidgeting. Individually, these misdemeanours seem minor, However, even pre-pandemic, low-level classroom disruption is consistently named as the number one behaviour issue across all levels of education. Extending the school day and the experiences of the pupils to concentrate on academic learning for longer periods may result in the opposite effect to the desire. With an increase in overtired pupils and low-level classroom disruption having the potential to reduce teaching and learning time. A more favourable option than longer school days may be to design some school holiday time as learning time. The debate over shortening the summer break has been transpiring for many years, with pro-campaigners citing allowing children to help harvest crops and families travelling the world on a grand tour as outdated reasons for not reducing this long holiday. However, with UK teachers experiencing one of the highest workloads in the world, would it be beneficial to allocate them extra workdays, thus more workload? 40% of teachers are already carrying out over 21 extra hours of school-related work each week during their evenings and weekends. The consequence of this is that teachers are experiencing highest levels of work-related stress in the UK, 
with workloads cited as the biggest cause of retention issues in the teaching profession. Shortening the summer holidays with the expectancy of teachers to accept a heavier workload and risk increasing to their stress levels may be an oversight by the government. Wales Online. Okay, so that was our article that was kind of in opposition to what Mr. Gove said. Uh, in that article, we heard that actually a longer school day will put stress on teachers and put stress on students. And I'm sure you all see this towards the end of a school day, how stressed out your students are and how tired they are from being in school all day, uh, swinging on chairs, like they said, uh, talking to each other, doing things of that nature. So what do you think about it? Do you think your students have too long of a school day now? Do you think that the school day in general could be re reduced. That's a topic for a different day, maybe. But I think it does play into this idea of holidays, especially when you try to pack it in like Mr. Gove tried to do. He tried to say, you know, um, school holidays and, and time in school are, are related to each other. Uh, at least uh, he mentioned them at the same time, so he must believe that they are, are together in some way. For me, uh, I would have to say that the school day is pretty long as it is, and the, the school holidays could be may be longer, may be shorter, depending on where you live in the world. That article also brought up uh, crops harvesting as being an outdated uh, reason for summer holidays being the length of time they are. Uh, to me, this is also a very interesting argument because as I talked about at the beginning of the show and something I'm going to come back to again through an article about historically why we have holidays the way we do, play that in a moment for you. Uh, for me, school holidays are were about harvesting crops, about harvesting wood, about harvesting the hay, and any other crops my grandfather might have. He also had a massive garden that we had to pick from. So for me growing up, and that was only in the 1990s, things were still that way. So I don't believe that all agrarian lifestyle is gone, and, the, and those summer holidays are still important to people who live in agrarian lifestyle to this day. So I am Caleb DeMerchant. This is Teacher Talk Radio. We're talking today... Teachers Talk Radio. We're talking today about summer holidays. Are they too long? Are they too short? What do you think? Um, so yeah, my name is Caleb Demerchant, and I wanted to play you an article that I have on the history of school holidays, and I thought that would be an interesting one for us to hear now. So I'm going to play that for you now, and then we'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back. Again, thank you for listening. This is Teachers Talk Radio, the Sunday brunch with your host, me, Caleb Demerchant. Please get involved in the conversation. You can on kdm underscore drama wizard on twitter you can find me on facebook you can find me here on the pod bean app and you can find me on many many varieties of ways thank you for listening and here is another article for you to listen to a brief history of the english summer by oxford royal one popular idea is that school children have had a long summer holiday six weeks for most pupils in the uk so that they could help work in the fields over the summer but the current school system was developed over the course of the 19th century, where English farms were increasingly mechanised and having children helping with the harvest would have only been necessary for a small percentage of the population. A brief glance at the farming calendar tells you that a holiday that ends at the start of September is not going to be much use for bringing in the harvest in the early autumn. So whatever the origin of the six weeks off at the height of summer, it's not for the sake of farmers. Perhaps it's just to be nice to the school students by giving them time off at the sunniest part of the year. So where did summer holidays come from? And how did our current idea of what school pupils should spend their month of July and August doing evolve? The Middle Ages. The word holiday is derived from holy day, 
or a saint's day in the Christian calendar. And holidays were an important part of medieval life. They could mean time off work, and they certainly meant an excuse for a party. And holidays were very frequent. To get an idea of just how frequent the Church of England currently celebrates nine principal feasts, three principal holidays, and 26 festivals. That's not counting festivals and lesser festivals besides. To put it another way, that's not significantly different from the 28 days of annual leave that full-time workers are entitled to in the UK at the moment. Of course, you wouldn't necessarily get time off for all of these holidays, and there was no concept of a weekend, only a Sunday for a day of rest, but it certainly wasn't the time of uninterruptedly hard labour. There was even the concept of going away for a holiday, just as holy days were religious festivals. So the option of leaving your home to have fun seeing more of the world was done on the basis of a pilgrimage. That might be within England to Canterbury or overseas to Rome and Jerusalem. Going on a pilgrimage was seen as a demonstration of piety, but it certainly wasn't just for the pious. From the mid-17th century, following the restoration of the monarchy, but peaking into the 18th century, the Grand Tour was a kind of sophisticated gap year for the upper-class young men in Britain and adopted by some Americans. It consisted of a tour of Europe, usually from France to Italy to Germany, and then back home. It usually lasted a few months, but some travellers went for several years. This was the time of the Enlightenment, when the belief began to arise that knowledge was best derived from personal experience. The proper tradition of the Grand Tour died out in the early 19th century. It was no longer just an option for the very wealthy as it became easier, cheaper and safer. It started to be taken by young women as well as young men. While steam, both in the forms of train and steamships, opened up Europe to wealthy rather than just the very wealthy, in Britain it opened up travel to groups of people who had never really been able to enjoy it before. Workers had increasingly moved to the cities, where their hours were dictated not by the cycle of the seasons and what was required on a farm, but imposed by managers in factories. That meant the structured allocation of time, which in combination with significantly cheap travel, led to the creation of what became the traditional British seaside holiday. The Bank Holiday Act of 1871, providing nationwide statutory days off, made it much easier. Wealthier people went on holiday for a week and stayed in hotels, but a day ticket to the seaside was affordable for the majority of people. Seaside holidays in the UK fell out of fashion in the mid-20th century, as international travel increasingly became more affordable to the same class of people who had had the opportunity newly opened to them by the railways a century before. Air travel in the 1960s was still much more expensive than it became for the 1990s, when the deluge air travel market allowed budget North Rolls Airlines to cut costs significantly. It was far more affordable than international travel had been previously. An article by David Lee. Okay, so that was a bit on the history of school holidays here in the UK. It was really interesting to hear that um, the origin of the summer holidays being something that comes from farming as actually not something 
that they 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 saw in their research as a possibility um i would disagree with that in canada it was a time for us to actually cut some of the hay and to do some of the harvest um i think a lot of maybe the agrarian parts of our lives weren't well documented always because obviously there are crops that need to be cut at the end of the summertime and also our summers are, are longer in canada but the, they go back at the same time of year. So to me, the, we would always cut the crop at the end of the year. To me, it actually, we would we did a lot of harvesting in the summer and a lot in the fall, both. It wasn't all just in the fall. So maybe, you know, that piece of the research isn't right for Canada, but maybe it's right here for the UK. I'm not sure. They would know more. They're, they are Oxford, of course. They do their research. But um, I know through experience that that isn't necessarily true. So my name is Caleb Demerch, and I am hosting the Sunday Brunch here on Teachers Talk Radio live on Podbean. You can contact me on the Twitter app at KDM underscore Drama Wizard. You can find me on Facebook. If you're one of my friends, you can add me and talk to me. You can also just send me a message on there and I'll receive it eventually. And obviously you can talk to me here on the Podbean app. Uh, my name is Caleb Demerch. You can call in, of course. We haven't had a caller yet today. We are reaching towards the end of our show now. So if you'd like to call in, if you'd like to feel like this is the time when you're going to be brave. Like I told you last week, we all have to try to do something brave every week. My brave thing this week is calling, again, hosting this show because it's a new thing for me. It's obviously going to be a bit of a scary experience. I did host a little bit of a radio show when I was in university, but it was far different than hosting one from my own house, obviously. If you'd like to be brave and call in for the first time to talk about you know, the idea of school holidays. What do you think of them? Do you agree or disagree with them? Do you think that they should be longer or shorter? Do you think that they're important? Please do call in. My name is Caleb DeMerchant. I am the host of the Sunday Brunch here on Teacher Talk Radio. My, I hope that you're all enjoying the show so far. If you are, please do contact and tell me what you think. So we're winding down now towards the end of the show. I have a bit of a final comment I'd like to make. We played my favorite article already that I had found, which was the history of school holidays. I'm a bit of a history nut myself. Uh, I'm going to now play you our final word from our sponsors and a little bit of the weekend news, I think, again. And we'll cut it short there, and I will come back and say my final words. Again, my name is Caleb Demerchant. This is Teachers Talk Radio. We are live. I am on Twitter at underscore KDM underscore Drama Wizard. And today we are talking about school holidays. Are they too long? Are they too short? What do you think of them? Are they an important thing? So again, we're going to play our final word from our lovely sponsors. Here it is. This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.weatherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Introducing Uplearn. Uplearn is an online curriculum learning resource for A-Levels that improves student outcomes whilst reducing teacher workloads. Teachers use Uplearn to facilitate independent learning and consolidation of classroom material. Over 150 schools have seen grade improvements with Uplearn, including St Paul's Girls School, Michaela Community School and ARC Schools. Book a demo at uplearn.co.uk and quote TTR for 10% off. 
That's Uplearn. U-P-L-E-A-R-N dot co dot UK. Whatever learning looks like this year, bring lessons to life with Nearpod. An exciting new addition to the Renaissance family, Nearpod offers real-time insights into student understanding through interactive lessons and videos, gamification and activities, all in a single, easy-to-use platform. To help kickstart the new year, we're offering all primary and secondary schools in the UK and Ireland full free access to Nearpod for the whole spring term. So, no matter what 2022 brings, Nearpod makes switching between in-class and remote teaching simple. Visit www.renlearn.co.uk forward slash Nearpod and sign up for your free trial today. If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common, a passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us, you'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression, and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are with a Slack Group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future. This is Teachers Talk Radio and this is Teachers Talk Radio News. Perpetrators are finding new ways to groom and abuse younger children, including through social media and dating apps, according to a report by the Independent Inquiry into Child Sexual Abuse. The inquiry, chaired by Professor Alexis Jay, concluded that local authorities and police forces are struggling to keep pace with the changing nature of child sexual exploitation. The report warned that there is a false assumption that exploitation by organised networks is on the wane. Professor Jay previously investigated abuse in Rotherham, and said that there may also be a fear that places will be labelled another Rotherham or another Rochdale. The report found that child sexual exploitation has now become a hidden problem, in danger of being underreported. Six areas were focused on as a part of the inquiry. St Helens, Tower Hamlets, Swansea, Durham, Bristol and Warwickshire. They are areas that have not already been subject to investigations into CSE. The report emphasises that too many victims of child sexual exploitation are treated as offenders and states that more effort must be made to prosecute perpetrators effectively. The report makes six recommendations, including improving the identification of and the response to child sexual exploitation. Mm -hmm. Professor Jay said the sexual exploitation of children by networks is not a rare phenomenon and not confined to a small number of areas and that all agencies, including education, should be alert to the signs. According to a report in The Guardian, one in eight primary pupils in England had COVID last week. Figures released on Friday by the Office for National Statistics suggest that infections may now have peaked in primary age pupils, but the surge continues to cause disruption to attendance. Prevalence also remains high amongst secondary schools, with an infection rate in England of 1 in 15. The Department for Education has launched its new Education Staff Wellbeing Charter, which applies to staff in England. On the government website are details of the Declaration of Support for 
and set of commitments to the well-being and mental health of everyone working in education. All state-funded schools and colleges are invited to sign up to the Charter and the website has links to a range of resources. An article on the Daily Monitor website discusses fire safety in schools in Uganda following a fire at a school in Kawempe in January. The fire broke out in the girls' dormitories and left four pupils dead and three seriously injured. The Uganda National Fire Protection Association reports that around 5,000 fires occur in institutions of learning each year. Many are now calling for a greater focus on fire safety to prevent loss of life, damage to property and disruption to learning. This should include installing firefighting equipment in schools and clear identification of escape routes, as well as smoke detectors and fire alarms. This has been your Teachers Talk Radio Weekend News with Joe Fox. Okay, and that was our word from our sponsors in the teacher news. Uh, welcome back. My name is Kilda Merchant. This is the Sunday Brunch Show. We're winding down to the end of our show now. We were talking about school holidays here on Teachers Talk Radio. So what do you all think of school holidays? Are they too long? Are they too short? Do you think that school holidays in general should be abolished? Are you uh, kind of someone who believes in that? Maybe you could call in now. We've only got about 14 minutes left here on the show. But if you'd like to call in and give your opinion, now is the time because we are winding down. I wanted to end on a, on a bit of a higher note. What are some things you love to do over the holidays with your family? When you have time off, what do you like to do? Do you like to go on vacations? Do you like to travel the world? What, what do you like to do? What does your family enjoy doing? Again, my name is Caleb Demerch. We're talking about school holidays here on the Sunday Brunch. So what do you all think? Uh, what do you like to do on your breaks and holidays? I'll, I'll give a few. Ideas. I've given some of what I like to do, but you know, I like to travel. I like to see my family. I like to go back to Canada and see them during the longer holidays. It's cut. why I wish we had another longer holiday. I could make it there in the wintertime maybe. That would be great. Um, I've talked a little bit about uh, the history of school holidays here in the UK. We've given a couple opinions from Michael Gove. He thought, you know, the summer holidays should be shorter and the school days should be longer. We've given some kind of rebuttal to that. And I'm going to play you a, sh- a little bit of an article now, some ideas, and then I'm going to do my conclusion for the day. And I'll tell you uh, what I've kind of uh, concluded on my little bits of thought on on school holidays. So, Again, this is Teachers Talk Radio, the Sunday brunch show with me, your host, Caleb DeMerchant. You can contact me on Twitter at KDM underscore Drama Wizard. You'd be that now or in the future. You can contact me on Facebook. You can contact me on the Podbean app. You can call us. So here's a little bit of an article of some ideas of things you might do with your family during the school holidays. Here we go. An article by David Luke on the 23 school holiday activities to beat boredom. When the long-awaited school holidays start, kids are a bundle of joy and excitement at the prospect of what fun it will bring. We're already a few days into the school holidays and no doubt the chorus of I'm bored may have already kicked in. To help, we put together a list of our favourite things to do to help beat the school holiday boredom and keep the entire family entertained. Number one, create a home cinema. Rent, download or buy the children's favourite movie and get some snacks such as popcorn and pizza at the ready. Dim the lights and sit back and enjoy. Number two, go swimming. Whether it be at the local baths or water park, there's lots of fun to be had swimming. Over the holidays, many swimming baths put on events for children such as inflatables or a DJ 
So have a look around and see on the internet and see what's happening in your area. Number three, do a jigsaw. A good jigsaw can keep everyone entertained for hours on end. Dust off your favourite jigsaw and see how quickly you can complete it as a team. Number four, create a puppet show. Dig out your old socks and the craft box and have some fun creating puppet characters. The endless stories that kids can create will keep their imaginations occupied for hours. Number five, go for a picnic. Choose a park or a woods, perhaps somewhere that you have never been before and go and explore. Take a picnic and find the perfect spot for where you can all rest. Number six, go geocaching. Geocaching is very fun, exciting and adventurous activity for all of the family. Download the geocaching app and find hidden treasure trails near you. There's only one rule. If you take some stuff from a hidden stash, you have to leave some stuff. Find out more and download the app at geocaching. Number seven. I think we'll leave it there. There are some really great ideas, I think, of things you can do with your students and your children over summer holidays. And remember, school holidays are a great time for a child to grow to experience the world. And these are an important part of their education too, not just having to go to school. That's an important part of their education in their life. But you learn a lot from your friends and family, as we all know. This is a really important thing for us. So what do you think? Should school holidays be longer or shorter? Do you agree with Michael Gove that they should be shorter and longer school days to in order to make up the lost education from the COVID-19 pandemic? Or do you think maybe it's important now more than ever that students be able to travel, see their families around the world, go and see things around the world, have time off to just be kids when things aren't closed? I mean, during pandemic, the, the children suffered some of the most, I think. They didn't get to do the things we all got to do growing up because everything was closed and everything was difficult for them. So maybe now the holidays are more important than ever. Um, I wanted to leave you with a few words here before we end the show for today. We got about nine minutes left again. If anyone would like to call in, now's your time. I would love to still hear from you. We can we can cut my comments short and have you come in and talk. Don't feel like it has to be just me. I would love to hear from each and every one of you. Uh, my name's Caleb DeMerchant. This is the Sunday Brunch Show here on Teachers Talk Radio. You can contact me on Twitter at under, KDM underscore Drama Wizard. You can contact us here on the Podbean app. You can call us. You can call us in here. You can contact me on Facebook if you're a friend or a family member of mine, or if you'd like to contact me on there because you have no other way, I'm sure that I will get the message, okay? So it's been great to hear from you. I also have a website that is the, it is dramawizard.co.uk. I launched it this week. Uh, it's a new little website that I've made. If you'd like to hear some of my thoughts about things, read some of my past and current articles, they're all stored on there. That, again, is dramawizard.co.uk if you'd like to go on there and see what my thoughts are. And I'm going to post some stuff on there about school holidays as well based on our show here today. So we're winding down now. We're getting to the end of the show. We'll see if we have any more comments that are great. Uh, Tenzim said they are just perfect love school holidays so he he was a big fan of school holidays growing up uh we we've heard a lot of good opinions on facebook today on twitter we had a lot less this week but if you wrote me on there and i haven't had time to get back to you that that's okay we had one person say shortening the summer holidays is not the is not the best uh interest of the children we've talked a lot about that today i think i'd have to agree with that uh we've had uh some other people share our little discussion here and i would love to hear what you think um 
yeah, so that's what 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 we've been talking about today. School holidays should they be longer or shorter? What do you think of school holidays? What do you think in general? My name is Caleb Demerchant. It's been great to host you here today. I'm going to tell you some of my conclusionary thoughts now and probably play our outro. So, my thoughts on school holidays in general. What do I think? Well, I think that my experience is very limited on this topic, and it's also kind of medium size, I would say, as a teacher and as a student myself. I haven't conducted any kind of research to inform what I have to say, but I do have an opinion. I think a longer summer break would be best for students in the UK. And some of my reasons for that are first, we don't have AC units in many schools and many schools here in the UK aren't equipped to deal with the summer holiday, the summer. And I think to cut the summer to June would be great when it starts getting really, really hot. And, you know, it can be very, people say, oh, it doesn't get hot or rain or it's just rainy here all the time in the UK. Well, my second part of that point is actually because of global warming, I think, in fact, things are getting hotter and you can see it every day. Things are getting hotter and warmer around the world. The The science shows it, obviously. This is not just my opinion. It's a fact. And to shorten the summer holidays, to not have to run AC units in schools that do have them would actually be better for the environment than, uh, and a lot of studies I read, than actually heating the school. Heating the school actually is not as bad for the environment, depending on the source of heating, obviously. is not as bad for the environment as using AC units. So if you do have an AC unit at your school, that's great, but it, it's actually not so great on the environment to use it. So there are environmental factors for why we should uh, have a longer summer holiday, in my opinion. Summer is also a time when students can get out and have a good time. This is my next reason. It's a time to get outside, have a fun time, see the world, go catch some bugs, go get money, go in a bike. You know, when we have longer winter break, we're kind of in spring breaks. We're encouraging our students to be inside a little bit more. I think here in the UK, they might be able to get out. They might not, depending on how the weather is. I've seen it snow in February here, you know, during a February half term. So, you know, it's not always perfect in the spring. It's different to have such long spring holidays, too. Here we have, obviously, the extended Easter break. We have the February break. We have lots of uh, spring breaks. So maybe we could take some time for there and add it to the summertime. I'm sure a lot more people would agree with me that that would be a good idea. So that's a bit of how we could have a longer summer. And again, it would mean less heating in in the springtime. If you have a problem with the, you know, saying that that is hard on the environment. Well, February is one of the times of years where it's coldest and therefore we have to have the heating on a lot more. Also, you know, uh, having a longer summer holiday would give people an opportunity to travel around the world to see it at uh, at its best time. Obviously, unless you're traveling below in the southern equator, then obviously it's better to go in the wintertime when it's their summer. But for a majority of the northern hemisphere, it's best to travel, obviously, during the summertime and see your friends and family from all around the world. We obviously have a lot of family and friends in Europe here in the United Kingdom. So summer would be a great time to travel for them. And but the only disadvantage to that is obviously they raise the price of air expense, as my mother-in-law said, that the prices of things go up during the summer. So maybe there should be a rule that maybe that's not allowed. Maybe that's something they could put a restriction on, although, you know, that would be difficult for the industry and it's putting a restriction on the industry, obviously. So and my, my next point is that in, I wanted to talk a bit about the difference between Canada and the United Kingdom briefly before we end the show here. In Canada, we have a babysitting industry. We have a child care industry. I think that is much larger than here in the United Kingdom, even though we have a smaller population and a small child population. A reason for that, I think, is that obviously uh, 
in Canada, schools could be closed because of winter time, all kinds of reasons, and therefore child industry is bigger. But we also have a training program for early childhood education, which I think is a great program, which gives people the license to run a daycare or run a childcare facility. Um, and I don't know if that's the same here in the UK, but if it's not, it should be. And I think maybe we need to encourage people to open more childcare facilities and not think of schools as childminders because schools aren't childminders. We're a place for, we're educators. We're there for our students to learn. You know, that's what's most important here is we have to remember that if you're against school holidays because your students are at home, you should think about that a little bit more that schools aren't made to be childminders. We are educators. That's what it's all about for us. So again, that would be something that might help. And, you know, these are just my thoughts and my ideas that I don't have much research to go out behind them. Just my experience. Uh, I've had put some research on here today. There was obviously some ideas and some history and some research in our articles. And those are the experts. Those are the people who know, but they seem to be on my side that a longer school day and a more summer break might be actually a good idea. My name is Caleb DeMerchant. This has been the Sunday brunch. It's been wonderful to hear from each and every one of you. If you have anything to say, now's your time to pop it into the Podbean app or into my Twitter, that is KDM underscore Drama Wizard. It has been an honor to be your host here. Next week, our topic is, should your SLT be able to contact you outside of working hours? That is, you know, uh, 8 o'clock on a Saturday or on a Friday, like I mentioned before. How many hours do you think teachers truly work? This will be more for people who aren't teachers, but teachers in general. Tell me, how many hours do you work? What do you think? Do you, do you think the public generally knows about the hours and the, the things that you put in, the marking and all the stuff that we put in extra for our students, the hosting of shows, the hosting of uh, after-school activities, all that stuff we do for our students because obviously we care and love them as much as an educator could. Again, it's been great to be your host. My name is Caleb DeMerchant. This has been the Sunday Brunch Show here on Teachers Talk Radio. And I will be signing off now. Thank you for tuning in. It's been great to hear from each and every one of you. Uh, thank you very much. See you next week. You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio. Thank you, everyone, again. Goodbye. And that's the end of our show. Ten. Nine.